In a World, the Year 1994. Pop quiz, hotshot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it explodes. What do you do? What do you do? This is speed. Well, I guess you could. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Bri the Movie Guy, joined by partner in crime, Cody Wilfong. And, Cody, we're talking about possibly one of the best movies ever. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your top ten looks like. Anyone listening out there. Speaking of everyone listening out there, uh, bonjour. We have some French people listening, Cody. Is that exciting? Yeah. I don't know if they can understand me. I'm sure they can. Google Translate. I just thought that was really cool. Like, I, I, I saw the little analytics and it said like three percent in france i was like oh (laughs) now they're gone let's get to the business now so we're talking about speed speed is one of my all-time favorite movies and every every i think about three out of the few times you've been inside the house i've been watching speed when you came in the house i've noticed that it is my absolute go-to movie it's super rewatchable plus you cannot, from beginning to end, that movie is a non-stop thrill ride. Yeah? Yeah. And you know why? Because it's Keanu fucking Reeves. <laughs> I don't think it was his best, out of his personal career, I don't think it was his best movie. It's not his best movie, but damn it do I love it. And that's why we're talking about it today. But we're going into a universe, Cody, where there were two actors. Well, actually, before we begin, there were a shut shit shit ton of people rumored for the roles of um Jack Annie and Howard Payne so many names and we'll get to that in the very last section but holy crap I can't really we'll get into it but (laughs) for this one we're going into the world of Halle Berry never turned on the role of Annie and Robert De Niro took the role of Howard Payne. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, well, here this is. Well, let's get into the fun facts first. The facts that are fun. Speed is an action film that came out on June tenth, nineteen ninety four, starring Keanu Reeves and Jeff Daniels. What? The year after I was born. The year after you were born. I I was almost three at this time, but. Stars Keanu Reeves, Jeff Daniels, Sandra Bullock, and Dennis Hopper. Um, it had a $30 million budget and it made $121 million in the U.S., over $121 million, and over $350 million worldwide. So, yeah, it made some cheddar. Jeff Daniels? I forgot he was in it. Oh my god. Dude, he's Harry, which ironically, he played someone else named Harry the same yeah. year in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> How uh, ironic is that? It, that is ironic. And that's it's sort of like um did you ever watch the show Parenthood? Yeah. Do you remember the son with autism? Mm-hmm. His name's Max in that, and then in another movie he plays Max a character named Max, and I'm pretty sure his character in The Purge is also named What's Max. What's that dude in Fast and Furious, the Mexican dude who plays the same Mexican 
dude. He plays Oscar. Single movie. Are you talking about Oscar? I think it's him. I th- I'm pretty sure, like uh, here, I know him. Mo- I know he's in the first Fast and Furious. I don't. But I, don't... I always remember him as the guy who gets the monkey up his ass in Bruce Almighty. I don't know why. When I think of him, I always think he's, of him like he's always like a side. He's al- He's always a side character. He's small, but I mean, like, hey, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do in some we'll, of these we'll cases. We'll give you twenty grand for playing this role we'll give you 20 grand don't even worry about it his name his real name oh i'm gonna mess it up noel he plays hector that's his name oh and this one he's called hood that's what that's a shitty name wow that feels racist let's go to the first fast and furious real quick oh my god okay there we go i forgot there's so many of them i think he plays hector in fast and furious (laughs) yeah wait Come on, pop up. He should have been like one of the first shown on here. Oh, wait, yep. There he is. And his name was Hector. (laughs) Yeah, he always plays a Hector, though. Don't know why, but I mean. It's easy. It's easy, I guess. I don't know. He gets. I mean, he's known. He's that guy. He's a that guy. You want a side character? Just call Hood. (laughs) Well, no, his. That's the character's name in Bruce Almighty. His His name is Noel. Uh. I can't read that name. Gulich? Gulichi? Wait, is he Italian? That would have been a twist. Okay, anyway, speaking of other countries, in other countries, the translation doesn't come out as just speed. It sometimes comes out as, like, maxima velocity or something like that. But for some reason... There is a USA title, and it's not, like, proper to use. But apparently, it also has the title in the USA called The Bus That Couldn't Stop. Which I think is, like, the lamest name. Like, Speed's such a better name. Can you imagine, like... The Bus That Couldn't <laughs> Can I get one for The Bus That Couldn't Stop? Sounds like a Thomas the Train kind Thomas... of... <laughs> Thomas <laughs> just went a little too far. Um... Keanu Reeves breaking the glass on the bus door in the beginning of the movie was an accident. However, it was left into the final cut. Because that's just what Keanu Reeves does. He breaks glass. Uh, The scene in which Annie takes the chewing gum out of her mouth and pretends to put it on her seat in order to have an excuse to change seats and move away from the obnoxious... um, uh, Stephen? I think his name was Stevens or Stephens or something like that was improvised by Bullock. She was supposed to just, like, create some excuse to get away from him, but she was like, ah, let me just kind of improvise this moment. And it's a memorable moment, because she's like, I got gum on my seat. Gum! And, like, puts her finger in his face. Um, The bus jump scene was done twice, as the bus landed first time too smoothly. Um... But the bridge was actually there, but was erased digitally. Which kind of ruined that scene for me a little bit. But at the same time, it's like, well, I guess they weren't going to jump a real bus over a real damn hole. <laughs> like, it's a little impossible. As much as I want to believe that Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock have that power. But continuing, uh, Keanu Reeves and Jeff Daniels trained with real SWAT personnel to perfect their movements. I Yeah, I could. That makes sense. Yeah, like, I think people forget, don't realize, like, Keanu Reeves is, like, another degree of Tom Cruise. 
Like, I don't think Keanu Reeves would do the as plane. much insane, like, the plane stuff. But, I I mean, we've seen commercial? him on a horse. We've seen him on motorcycles and all the that stuff. The commercial that Tom Cruise just did. Did you see that? Of course I saw it. <laughs> it's Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Of course I've he seen it. He was flying on a plane, like, on the side of a plane without a parachute. Yeah. It's for a stunt for Mission Impossible 8, I guess. I read. Um, speaking of stunts, Keanu Reeves did approximately... Approximately 90% of his own stunts. It was actually like one of the reasons why he agreed to do the movie was because um, when the movie was first presented to him, he didn't really like the direction it took. And then they actually brought Josh Whedon in to do uh, rewrites for the movie, which, you know, whatever, Josh Whedon. Um, <laughs> you don't really like him as a director? No, no. He just... He fucked up Justice League. But we won't get into that right now. But it, yeah, like... So he came in, did some rewrites, changed the dialogue up, and... Jane... John... Jan DeBont... I think that's how you say his name, the director's name. Jan DeBont came in and told him, like, you can do as many stunts as you want. Doesn't matter. And that's what got Keanu to do the role. Was the fact that he could do as much stunts as he wanted. Including that shit when he's underneath the bus. That's that's him. I'd be kind of scared. That's why, like, in the scene, all the people are, like, so adamant about, like, watching him. And they're, like... Because that's real reactions. Because Keanu Reeves is under the bus. Of course, he's strapped in. Like, they do have, like, a harness on him. But still, it's, like, the fact that... He's hanging off a speeding bus. <laughs> Fucking legend, man. Fucking legend. Where did they film that scene at? Uh. Because you know it wasn't green screen. Uh, no, um, they when they were making the movie, they actually made it on like a highway, a part of the highway that was being like worked on. So like everything was pretty clear for them. So they filmed all this in L.A. Hence why they have the LAX ending and whatnot. Um, and Cameron from Ferris Bueller saying, We're at the airport. I've already been to the airport. <laughs> um, Jan DeBont cast Dennis Hopper because he didn't want a typical villain. He wanted Payne to be a regular guy who just snapped one day. Which, not to jump into the recasting already, but obviously the major what if. What if Robert De Niro didn't turn down that role? I think Robert De Niro fits that. Because, I mean, he's... Like, he's not ugly, dude. I don't want to insult the man. But, you know, he's he's pretty normal-looking, considering most Hollywood actors. And now he's a grandpa in grandpa movies. So, get this. He really is now. And, uh, but, but he's about to come out with that new Martin Scorsese movie, Killer of the Flower Moons, with Leo. Yeah. With Leo. <laughs> um... Quentin Tarantino was offered a chance to direct the movie, but he turned it down, obviously. Later on, Tarantino would name this as one of his 20 favorite films since 1992. Now, how do you think that film would pan out if he directed it? You know we would have it. unnecessarily long dialogue from Howard Payne. Like, the pop... I, we w I don't think we'd get the pop quiz hotshot lines. Because I feel like that is, like, a Josh Whedon thing. Because if you've ever watched... Um, he did a show called Firefly. Like, uh, well, I mean, obviously, like, all of his characters are always super witty and on all the time. But, like, I think Tarantino, 
I can't. I just don't see him focusing on the action. I feel like there'd be a lot of close-up scenes. Like there'd be zooms in real fast, and there'd be like too much dialogue. Like there'd be unnecessary amounts of dialogue. There'd probably be like a lot of like time jumping around to like events before like you know what i guarantee the movie would start on the bus like we wouldn't we wouldn't get that awesome scene in the beginning with the uh elevator i think we'd lose that well that could be like a background thing of like how is this how is jack familiar with him and stuff like that oh my god why can I, i dude i'm one of the questions I've been getting asked a lot by people is how do I come up with this? And it's literally just this. I just talk about it and then I picture it in my head and it just flows naturally once I get an idea. Because you're a movie guy. I'm a movie guy. It's Bri the movie guy. It's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jan Debont insisted that Keanu Reeves get a sensible haircut as it would benefit a hard working or, or it'd be fit a hard working cop, not benefit. And 20th Century Fox hated the buzz cut he came in and they almost delayed the movie so he could grow out his hair the thing is though that's a good look on Keanu he he makes it look good the dude could look good in anything um 10 buses were used in the making of the film each one having two steering wheels one for Sandra Bullock and the other for the stunt driver which was more often than not on the roof of the bus can you imagine being one of those people who are walking in LA and you see a guy off with a steering wheel on top of a school bus. I want to know how they... <laughs> or not a school bus, but a city how bus. How do they hide the steering? Like, you know the... I guarantee because when you watch the movie, there's the line. Because you're not supposed to pass the line on the bus. And there's always a pole right there. I guarantee... It's guarantee in It's in that pole. Because that would be the only way to hide it, is how I think. Because... I've seen driving rigs, like, for Baby Driver, like, where it's, like, that huge camera set up, and there's some guy in, like, a, essentially, like, a go-kart hanger, some, or not a hanger, but a frame. You know how tedious that probably would have to be, where she has to match up her turning the bus to the stunt driver of on top of the bus. Right, exactly. And also, she actually went and learned how to drive a city bus... For her, this role, because yeah, because because you want to be look convincing. You can't have the stunt man up top turning left, and you're like to the right. right. I mean, you could. It just <laughs> but be it like just looks stupid, right? Exactly. Twentieth um, Century Fox executives weren't convinced that Keanu Reeves had enough star clout to front the film, insisting a big name actress should star alongside him. John DeBont re- uh, refused. Fox relented to his casting of Sandra Bullock with Reeves only two weeks before shooting began. So, Sandra Bullock didn't even know she had the part until two weeks before filming. Isn't that shitty? Like, I'd be so annoyed because I can only imagine, like, the process of, like, you have to go in for the audition. Then you have to, like, you meet the people, they tell you what to do, and then if you're lucky, you come in for another audition, like, maybe with Keanu or someone so you can see, like, the chemistry and whatnot. Like, that's months and months out of their life, I feel. Um, Whenever a highway scene needed to be reshot, all the cars had to return to a starting mark. The director said it was a logistical nightmare. Can you imagine that, though? Like, driving for so long and then, like, Fucking Fred! Why'd you turn left? You don't turn left here, Fred! 
<laughs> my pet. I'm so Just ugly. because of fucking Fred. I can't even imagine, like, somebody sneezes and they, like, make the car go off. Like, I can only imagine the director being, we had it! We had it and you fucked it up! Yeah, Arnold's directing. <laughs> yeah, Arnold, I mean, the guy's name's Jan, for God's sakes. I feel like he would have some sort yeah, it's of... Mo- that sounds more German Bart- than anything. Speaking... Here's some Jan DeBont history for you, real quick. John McTiernan, he is the director of... Um, Die Hard. Sorry. Wow. I blanked on that so hard right there. That was embarrassing. But yeah, he... Uh, John McTiernan turned down directing this job because he felt like it was too much like his movie Die Hard, which... This movie's always called Die Hard on a Bus, which is fine. Um, but funny enough, John... Or Jan DeBont was in charge... He was... Um, director of photography i think for die hard so he went this was his first like big like die hard-esque movie and it it only makes sense the guy who filmed die hard making die hard on a bus which again like like i said this movie i i think i like this movie better than i like die hard and i love die hard i don't know i kind of like die hard more I you know what if I'm if I were to have watched Die Hard recently it'd be the other way around and I know it for Bruce a fact. Bruce Willis is my boy. <laughs> Bruce Willis is was once not supposed to be in it. That's an interesting what if. But uh, another well, now big he's not fun- acting. What? No, he's not acting. Can't. Robert De Niro? No. Oh, Bruce Willis. Wait, why did I say Robert De Niro? I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. I think your mind was thinking of Robert De Niro like you were about maybe going to go on a tangent about Robert. Well, the thing is, Robert De Niro, the same year, did Midnight Run. Is it called Midnight Run? I think so. Yeah, Midnight Run. Uh, and when he made that, <clears throat> the person originally up for that role was Bruce Willis. But Bruce Willis turned that down to do Hot Die Hard. And Robert De Niro was supposed to do Die Hard, but he turned they down. They flip-flopped. Yeah, they flip-flopped. So I always thought that would be kind of interesting. But then also there's the thing of, like, Bruce Willis was also supposed to be in Lethal Weapon. And I think that would have worked out well as him as Riggs. I think that would have been a good Riggs, especially just because Mel Gibson fucked his career up. Racist son of a I bitch. I can't see Robert De Niro in <laughs> Die Hard. I think it would be interesting. It would definitely play out a lot differently. He, Robert De Niro is more like a mob boss. Well, he does really well. Have you ever watched Midnight Run? No. I recommend it. That's homework. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this film was released one week before the O.J. Simpson chase. Which a lot of people going to the theater afterwards made a lot of comparisons to. Like, eat, But oddly enough... Do you want to know what kind of car Jack drives? A Bronco. 1968 Ford Bronco. <laughs> and I think it's white. I can't oh, remember all man. of a sudden because he crashes it pretty early on in the movie. Like, we see two scenes of it, but I'm pretty sure it's a white Bronco, too. Clark, you like that, don't you? Look at that face, man. <laughs> no, oh, oh, no. Hawk, no. Hawk, hawk. I want attention, too. Yeah, he's he's jealous. But yeah, I just thought that was so funny that 
Jack has a Ford Bronco in the movie. <laughs> and then, like, even the camera angles and the chase sequence. <laughs> guys, guys, oh my god. Alright, we gotta take a quick break. So, um, I already mentioned this, so we're gonna skip that. Uh, it was Dennis Hopper's idea when uh, Harry's on the ground in the elevator to lift him up with his fingers. And I thought... Like, who thinks of that? And I was like, oh, Dennis Hopper thinks of that. That's why. He's a psychopath. But, um, Jan Devant was worried it would look silly. (laughs) That's what he was worried about. It's like, dude, no. Like, first of all, Harry's bleeding from the nose at that point. And then, like, that's not a good feeling. Like, no one's going to think, oh, that was silly of them to just put their feet. Like, they're going to be like, what the fuck's this guy's problem? (laughs) Uh, the elevator shaft set was built with four fully functioning elevators and was five stories high. So they could have had a for real fucking accident with these elevators. And someone would have easily died, especially like five stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while making the film, Jeff Daniels thought it would be not be a successful movie. Uh, he of course reserved his opinion until after seeing the finished product which he changed his mind afterwards Um, while filming Demolition Man Rob Schneider befriended Sandra Bullock upon hearing the premise of her follow up project Schneider incorrectly dismissed what he called this bus movie as something that wouldn't succeed at the box office which again wrong (laughs) um Hannah Reeves and Sandra Bullock fell in love while filming and never dared confess it until decades later on the Ellen DeGeneres show. You know where they could have confessed it at? Batman Forever. That <laughs> on speed. On speed. They could have just... But, you know, I, I like the idea that, like... Because Keanu's always known for being, like, super respectful towards, like, people. And I think I feel like he just was like, okay, no... This is a professional setting and whatnot. Like, he's too shy. Yeah, I well, yeah, you could tell he's a shy guy. Dude's the nicest man in the world, probably. Um, this is included among the American Film Institute's 2001 list of the top 100 most heart-pounding American movies. Um, the subway train that comes crashing up onto Hollywood Boulevard at the end was actually a buff bus decked out to look like a subway train which i kind of thought a little bit because that makes more sense because i would have no idea how they were like we're gonna figure out how to get this train to crash (laughs) um the prosthetic dummy head of dennis hopper at the end was too realistic and it looked really grotesque when when he got beheaded in at the end so they that's why they stick with just that rear shot instead but knowing that, I tried looking it up, and if anyone listening can find it, I would love to see the photo of the prosthetic head. Because <laughs> I want to know how realistic this thing looks. But, yes, we are now into our next category, the recasting. Um, a pre-stardom Pally Berry turned down the role of Annie without regret. Even though the movie became a huge hit, she said, it would not have done for me what it did for Sandra Bullock. I would have just been... The black bus driver, which <laughs> the thing is, it's like I didn't mean. <laughs> I no no I get it. Like I feel like her reasoning behind it, it just isn't that great. Because like if I was someone in her position, I'd be like, 
I want to be someone better or like I want to be more than just the bus driver and I feel like if she took the role with that mindset of like okay I'm not just the black because Annie's like the hero like she's, she's the, the one character. yeah she she's driving the bus she's the one making sure the bus doesn't go under 50 she's the one helping save these people's lives and get it off the bus and stuff well, like what's that what's that movie that Halle Berry does where she's a uh, dispatcher oh um the what is that called the call I think I it's think just so. called The Call. But but yeah, that's a good movie. What's the difference between sitting on a chair taking calls and... Driving sitting? a bus? I, I, I can see it. Because, I mean, we do get a black bus driver in this movie still. <laughs> However, though, like, I feel like if she would... Because here's the thing. Even though she was still, like, it says pre-stardom. She was still in eight movies before this time. She she appeared either as a main character or just a guest star in six TV shows at, at by this time, and the movie she did in nineteen ninety four was The Flintstones. Now that's a movie I enjoy still just because of nostalgic purposes because I know it's a bad but movie. But is the acting terrible? Her acting isn't great, but she plays a, the sex object. She plays someone named Sharon Stone. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean it's. What's I I I guess I'm pretty much saying it's better to have to be the bus driver and then progress it to where you're not just the black bus driver than being just the sex object for this movie. Cause her role in the Flintstones is to convince Fred Flintstone with her sexuality to not do his job essentially. Because she she's a distraction. And every time she's on screen, we get that weird, like, what's supposed to be, my guess, is sexy music. Come on. she. I feel like she took the wrong route here and doesn't want to, like, fully confess it. Pride. Pride. I think it's a pride thing. Because even with that whole, like, black bus driver comment, she could have... Annie wasn't just the bus driver. Annie was a passenger who... Who was an everyday person who stepped up when everyone on that bus needed help. That was that was her. Uh, Alright, I'm going to let the dogs in real quick. See any good movies recently, Cody? Uh, no, not really. Not really? You haven't watched I, Black Panther? No. Uh, I thought you had. I don't know. I don't... I don't know. I want to have an unpopular opinion. I don't think it's going to be that good. I mean, I've seen people say they like it. I just not... I don't know. I'm kind of iffy, like, about the whole... How they're deciding to honor Chadwick. Because, personally, I think Chadwick would have liked to seen... Seen that character live on and not just die with him. Um, But, yeah. But, yeah, I think Halle Berry would have... But, okay. we'll, We'll get into that next category. Um, and of course, Robert De Niro was considered for the role of Howard Payne. Um, the, the new movie would go pretty much... I think the relationship between Halle Berry and Keanu would be different in the sense of... Um, you've seen John Wick 3, right? Yeah. So, they kind of... They have a, they're a little flirty, but they're mostly professional and like more friendly. But at the same time, it's... <laughs> he, he just... Make yourself comfortable, Hawk. Um, 
But at the same time, like, even though they can be really friendly with each other, I don't think they would have that natural romantic chemistry that Keanu and Sandra has. That is very clear in the movie. God, he breathes so loud. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, with Halle Berry also, as we discussed in the fun facts, we know that Sandra Bullock, uh... Improvised scenes. She did the gum thing. She went in, did the bus thing. Keeps walking back and forth. Yeah, he's he. Oh my god, he found another bowl to bring. Why is my front door wide open? How the hell that open? What is happening right now? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is happening? Pigs. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we're all okay now. Can open the. The cat opened the door. (laughs) The cat opened the front door. (laughs) I watched it happen. It was the nuttiest thing. Uh, But yeah, uh, Sandra... Sandra... I don't know, because at this time, she was doing movies. She was getting known for things. But at the same time, like I feel like Sandra really took the extra mile, similar to how Keanu does. And... I don't know. I've never heard of Halle Berry. Like, she she did training for John Wick also. Like, if you've seen their time shooting trials, whatever. Um, but I don't know if back then she would have been that way. She might have been a lazy actor back then. I, I don't want to say lazy actor, but she will... I want to say, like, she wasn't into the highly demanding roles just yet. Because eventually she will do X Men in two thousand, and then Monsters Ball in two thousand or uh, no two thousand one Swordfish, and then I think two thousand two is Monster Ball when she wins the Academy Award, which for Best Actress. Um, but yeah, I think like I think she would still play the character really well. I think she would bring more fear to it. Um, I think she would. I don't think the relationship with... Like, they could be have a romantic chemistry we just haven't seen yet. But I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't even come close to how him and Sandra are with that. But I do think she'd be... I think she would be more dramatic in her... Per, as her portrayal of Annie. Especially after the fact of Sam being shot... Uh, this cop coming onto the bus and all that stuff. Um, now, Robert De Niro as Howard Payne makes almost a completely different kind of villain. But, like, have you ever seen De Niro in uh, Cape Fear as Max Caddy? Well, he's, re- like, just if you want, look up cl- uh, clips of Max Caddy from that. And De Niro is easily one of the greatest actors of our time. Like... There's a reason why Leo works with him so much. is because I really think that Leo is like... I think... I've heard some people compare Leo as like a Jack Nicholson almost. He's like the that. Nick Jack. But I feel... I've always felt like he was more like the next De Niro. Because De Niro has always... He's a really committed actor. Like, he, during Taxi Driver, he would like... Call up Jodie Foster to talk about their characters. Because... And to like go through lines and stuff like that because of how committed he is to acting. So I but I could see him as that kind of character, Max Caddy. Um 
I think Robert De Niro would be more physical than Dennis Hopper was is because let's face it, Robert De Niro even old is a scary man to fuck with. Like I cannot, I would not want to meet him in a dark alley and him be pissed off. He'd be, you what? You get in my way? You get in my way? You little shit! You get in my way? I beat your ass! <laughs> I got Tony Montana vibes. Yeah, I know. I I felt it going that route, and I was like, I can't do that. God, can you imagine him as Scarface back then? Mm, I think the guy who. It, it's Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Don't don't just call him that guy. The Al Pacino did probably. I don't think. I think we have you seen Heat? Mm. We gotta talk about Heat one episode. I love Heat so much. But anyway, yeah, um, I would see him being more physical. Um, oh my God, <laughs> I. <laughs> I think De Niro is De Niro is also one of those actors who um, kind of goes those that extra mile, so I can see him like really diving into the psychology of ex cops, and especially ones that might have gone over the deep end. Hawk, are you like upset right now? Like, what's your no, oh, no, no? Calm down, no. Hawk, Hawk, no, no. He gets so jealous. It's such a, no, don't do it. Hawk. Hawk. Down. Down, but okay, we're just gonna go on and act like they don't exist right now. <laughs> um but I, I just realized I mentioned Max Caddy and the people who have just ignore them. It's oh. it's easy. Clark! Clark! <laughs> God. I swear we're not we can't film with dogs around, man. We cannot record with dogs around. I hope this brings people joy as much as it brings us. <laughs> a good old show. It's a good old show, man. <laughs> Dinner and a show, as they say. You can get at least a wine and dine in the club. <laughs> but I think De Niro would definitely go into the psychology of pain a little more. I think he would... I, I think he would also, like, ask for rewrites of the script. Clark, we get it. Stop. <laughs> um... I think the the fight would be a lot more interesting at the end too. Like, I would almost want to see Jack really bloodied up by him before he like gets his uh, head knocked off. But then we lose the line of, "Yeah, well, I'm still taller than you," because <laughs> I think Robert De Niro is probably the same height as Keanu Reeves. That's such a like great line, especially like you just said that to a headless man. <laughs> Oh god, there's so that's a double entendre joke right there. <laughs> oh I love it even more now. I'm glad I just realized how great that joke is now. Um is it a better movie? I think that there's two corners of this. I think I think we have the better version of this movie for sure. But I think in one corner, if Halle Berry and uh Keanu can get that same spark him and Sandra had, it's pretty much it might be a better movie slightly because I really do think Robert De Niro. No offense to Dennis Hopper because I think Dennis Hopper does great, you know the the whim of a madman and all that stuff. But um, in the pop quiz hot shot, I love that. I love those scenes. But I think De Niro would brought in a little something like De Niro always brings himself into like roles, and I think like he's always like one of the best parts of any movie like silver linings like there's something so sad about his character even though like i like most of the characters in that movie i i love 
the father the most because there's something about him that's like there's classic De Niro but there's a De Niro we've never seen before when he plays Pat um so and there's that corner of De Niro making it better but the Halle Berry corner of the recasting it it depends on that chemistry because I we got to remember both Sandra Bullock and Halle Berry both Academy Award winning actresses for different movies different roles obviously um but i think i think that they would still do well together because you know we've seen them in john wick 3 now we do have some sort of baseline to know that they can act together um robert de niro we've never seen with keanu reeves i don't think i know keanu reeves has acted with people like steve martin he was in a francis ford coppola movie um, he did this, uh, My Own Private Idaho movie with, um, what's it, what was this, uh, River Phoenix, and... Man, that was a minute ago. That was, a, it was a long time ago, but it's, like, a really dramatic role, and he does really well in that, but, like, oh, no, he has worked with Pacino, in The Devil's Advocate, but I don't, I don't think De Niro and, uh, Reeves has worked together, and I think they would work well together, because I think... Robert is super serious, and I think Keanu is also serious when it comes to filmmaking. So I think they would do well together. Um, but now we're going to dive into some other what-ifs. I know, he is... I think he's tired. I think he's mad that we're awake. Like I said, dude, <laughs> here's, here was my day yesterday. Because obviously, like, people who've been listening have heard, like, my really stuffy nose. But something this week has been super off about me. Last night, I get home... M goes to like dance class. I'm laying on the couch. I kind of take a little bit of a snooze, but then um, M comes home from dance class, and I take her up to bed. And I I lay in bed with her because she doesn't like going to sleep alone. And that was at seven thirty. You text me at twelve thirty five at night. That's when I woke up, <laughs> and I said, "Holy crap!" <laughs> I did not. I I did not expect to fall asleep then, but like. Like, even right now, I'm tired, but I feel a lot better than I have the past few days, so that's what counts. And that's why we have another late episode, Cody. But let's go into the other what-ifs. The, there was only one other person I could find that was rumored for Howard Payne. And that was Jack Nicholson. Eh. Yeah. 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 I love Jack, but I'm so disappointed, like, every time we dive into one of his his films, we just find out he was kind of a jackass. <laughs> Yeah. And but he's such a good actor. It sucks. But he doesn't need to be a jackass. He doesn't need to be a jackass for sure. But I think he would have definitely been an interesting Howard Payne, but I think he'd try to steal the show. I feel like he'd overshadow yeah. the rest of the movie too much. Like I think Robert De Niro is pushing it. I think he's just like one shade of too much. But at the same time I think like Robert is more willing to share a scene than uh than Jack is cuz i mean look at him and well him and Leo really worked well off of each other in The Departed and so did him and Damon so i can't really say anything too bad i just wish he wasn't a dick uh <laughs> here are all the actors that were off, offered the role of Jack Traven Traven and I'm going to be honest with you, there's one actor you know I would probably have agreed with it instantly, but I can't really see any of these guys because 
of just what Keanu brings to the table. So here, here's everyone. Kevin Bacon, Alec Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin, William Baldwin, Michael Bain, Michael Bean, sorry, Jeff Bridges, Jim Carrey, Nicholas Cage, Bruce Campbell, George Clooney, Kevin Costner, Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Michael Douglas, Richard Dreyfus, Clint Good Eastwood, Lord. Harrison Ford, Richard Gere, Mel Gibson, Tom Hanks, Woody Harrelson, Michael Keaton, Christopher Lambert, Dolph Lundgren, Viggo Mortensen, Chuck Norris, Brad Pitt, Dennis Quaid, Mickey Rourke, Kurt Russell, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mickey Tom... Rourke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Selleck, Wesley Snipes, Sylvester Stallone, Patrick Swayze, John Travolta, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Bruce Willis. The, the Van Damme, yeah, eh, yeah, maybe. Then this becomes such a B-movie, and it becomes not nearly as classic. And maybe pa- Patrick Swayze. And I can't even agree with Kurt Russell in the role. Because Kurt Russell would have been too old at this time. Kurt Russell in 1980s? Okay, we'll talk. If this speed was in 80s, down Clark! <laughs> oh, it's, it's Clark! Clark! <laughs> Clark! No! God! You got the crazy eyes, bro. <laughs> Dude, get back. Oh, come up here. God. That got scary, man. But yeah, like, obviously... Damn it. <laughs> and he grabs his pig to put it in his mouth. Jesus. Um, the only name that could have came close was Tom Cruise. But even then, in early 90s Tom Cruise, he hadn't even done Mission Impossible yet. So I don't think we had reached a good action star Tom Cruise at this point. Clint Eastwood, way too fucking old at this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean... Awful How name. old is he right now? Like, 90-something? He's 93, I think. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Uh, Nicholas Cage back then, that was, like, right before he went on his little action kick. I think it would have been interesting, but, again, not nearly as good as Keanu. Not nearly. But... Michael Bean was known for 80s action films, but again, I feel like he wouldn't have had the right kind of... I think he would have been a good lieutenant or captain or someone, but not a good uh, Jack. Like, I feel like Jack needed to be young. Like, it just works as a young, hothead guy. if we do speed now, like in present day, Cannery. Still? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, like a younger actor. Who do you think would take that role? I would say Chris Hemsworth. Yeah? And but I'm really surprised see... how fast I... Well, I think it's because of extraction. Could you see... Like, I, would, I don't know why Justin Timberlake popped into my head. No. I don't know why that was the first person. I don't know why, but that's <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> I'm not even going to, like, Okay, what about, what about Brad Pitt? He was on Bullet Train. But, well, Brad Pitt was considered... For this rollback, but then. like an older, he would have, he would have actually. This would have been around. What movie would he have filmed? Was this around seven? He would have been all right for the role, and because he he was around that age, so I think he would have done fine. I you know what? Yeah, I think out of this whole list, he would be the only person. I would be remotely okay with how the movie is. Um, now. Here's everyone for Annie Porter. <clears throat> Rosanna Arquette, Kim Basinger, Glenn Close, Joan Cusack, Gina Davis, Cameron Diaz, Carrie Fisher, Man. Bridget Fonda, Jodie Foster, Melanie Griffith, Daryl Hannah, Mar- Mariska Hargitay? 
Angelica Houston, Diane Lane, <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee, Halle Berry, Madonna, Heather yeah. Locklear, Kay Lenz, Demi Moore, Tatum O'Neill, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jessica Parker, Jess- Sarah Jessica Parker, Michelle Pfeiffer, Julia Roberts, Meg Ryan, Winona Ryder, Jane Seymour, Ali Sheedy, Brooke Shields, Sharon Stone, Meryl Streep, Emma Thompson, Lee let's just, Thompson, let's just... Jennifer Tilly, Marissa Tomei, Catherine Turner, Sigourney Reaver, Deborah Ragnar... Okay, yeah, that was the last thing. Let's Ooh. just take all the actors and actresses and just consider I them. honestly, I honestly just think this is how it was. But out of that list, I did consider four people I think would be good if Halle Berry declined and Sandra Bullock just wasn't available in that two-week period. Winona Ryder, because she's been... I guess her and Keanu were actually secretly married and they didn't even know it. Like... They did uh, the Dracula movie, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula, the Bra- Bram Strucker's Dra- Dracula, Stoker's, Strucker's? How do you say it? Bram Strucker? Stoker? I think it's Stoker. I think so. But anyway, uh, Fr- Francis Ford Coppola did that. He hired Keanu Reeves. He wanted to fire Keanu Reeves because he was he didn't, he can't do an English accent well. But they actually had a real priest and from Romania do like the the scene where they get married and it turns out like they it was a real ceremony like they performed a real ceremony essentially and so they were married for the longest time and didn't even know it but uh i put her i think to me more would have been okay especially as an everyday person who's like because this would have been right after ghost i think so really good timing in her career meg ryan she's you know America's next door girl next door so I think she would have done really well in it and Marissa Tomei around this time was doing My Kiz- Cousin Vinny and I love that movie and I think she's an excellent actress I think she could have easily been Annie like in uh, I don't think she would have done it as well as Sandra because again Sandra added her own things but I think she would have been very Sandra-esque like that's Marissa Tomei I really think would have been the closest to Sandra we would have gotten without how, Sandra how old was uh, Heath Ledger around this time he was young and I don't think he was in America yet I was gonna say if he was alive though you know what around the time of A Knight's Tale if this movie would have been made at that point he would have been really good for that role well or Harry um but yeah those are the four I think would have done well um, after the success of White Men Can't Jump, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson were also considered for oh Jack Lord. Tavern. But they eventually did a similar movie called Money Train a year after in 1995. Um, there was another version of the script which, I, the more I thought about it, would have been kind of interesting. Jack's sidekick Harry was originally to be played by Ed Harris... And in this version was going to be revealed as the Mad Bomber. However, when Harris opted out and Jeff Daniels signed on, producers felt that the audience would not accept the sudden twist in the character. So Harry was kept as a good guy throughout and the Mad Bomber was written as a separate character. I would almost take Robert De Niro as as the Bomber and put him in the Ed Harris role. And I think we have a hell of a movie, movie there. <laughs> Especially like... I think, like, if we give Robert De Niro his heat look, you know, with the, the flat top haircut and stuff like that, or how, his, even his look in, um, what's that movie, Backdraft, that he did with Kurt Russell. You want to do Taxi Driver haircut? A no mohawk now. That's a bit <laughs> extreme. That's not very copy. But I could see him being, 
almost like you would almost have to take up some more of the characters, but I could almost see it as he could still be playing Howard pa- Power- Howard Payne or whatever. That's the same, right? Yeah, Howard Payne. Um, he'd still be playing Howard Payne, but instead of like him just being Jack's partner, I want I was thinking like maybe he was Jack's teacher, and he was like you know finally just at that end point in his career and just kind of went mad one day because that was the thing was the director hawk come on man is that him (laughs) yeah that's him he when he sleeps he he makes a lot of noises (laughs) but yeah i think like if you take him you put howard Payne in the in the role of harry's and but like the whole time and you still have that twist like i think it'd still play out pretty well I don't know if it'd be as iconic because one of my favorite scenes because it's I knew Jeff Daniels for the longest time as only Harry Dunn. Uh, actually, is his name Harry Dunn in this movie? As in this movie, what's his name in Dumb and Dumber? You look that up, and I'm going to continue talking. Um, but uh, there's a scene where. They figured out Howard Payne, and they get his house address, and they talk about how he was dis he was um, given a medal and told to retire after his accident. Because we see out through the movie, like the one hand he uses to grab um, to grab uh, what's his name in the beginning of the movie, he only has like, and you'll see him like when he's holding the phone, he does something which I think. Okay, Harry Dunn's in Dumber Dumber. Okay, now we know. Um, <laughs> but um, he does this thing when he holds his the phone. He hold, Because of um, this, the one side of his face being... Because you notice his ear is also kind of melted down. Because he had a bombing accident. He only has like three fingers on one hand. Um, and I think it's interesting, like, with his full hand, he always like holds it across his face. And I thought that was a good character choice. But... There's a part where they find out who he is, they go to his house, and they're searching it, and it's clear, but then, like, there's this, they see, like, there's a camera or something behind this, like, fake sun, and it blinks red, and it's making that noise, and he just is, like, staring at it, and, like, his lip is trembling, and there's a, and it's so sad, because it's just, like, he knows he's gonna die, but it also goes back to something he says earlier in the movie... Um, when he's, uh, they're at the bar and they're celebrating and they're all getting drunk. Um, Harry says something like, um, talks about luck and essentially that one day luck, your luck's going to run out and what, what are you going to do then? And essentially like when that's happening and he notices he's about to die, like, you know, in his head, he, he's realizing like all of his luck has just ran out. And of course, you know, when Jack finds out, he's like beat, kicking this everything in because, you know, he calls and it's like, Harry, give me some good news. But then it's it's Howard on the other line and he freaks out because he knows Harry's dead. That's his best friend. That's his partner. Gone. Poof. Um, but yeah, I just think like we, ta- we take away that emotional impact of his death if we put it as... Howard is his partner or mentor or whatever. So, so, like I said, I really do think we have this, like, throughout the multiverse, we have the most superior version of this film. 
I think that a lot, but I just love the movies I love, man. <laughs> Wasn't there a Speed 2? The film script was originally <laughs> meant to be a vehicle for Jeff Speakman as part of a three-movie deal for Paramount that fell through. <laughs> yeah, apparently it wasn't that good. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh my, and you know who's in it? I'm William Defoe. William Defoe is the bad guy in it. He's the only solid thing, but here's... Okay, we'll talk about Speed 2 for a second, Cody. You open this can of worms. We'll talk about it. So how do they get stuck on a bus twice? No, they're not stuck on a bus in the second one. Okay. They're stuck on a boat. A boat that's going too fast. It, there's bombs set by uh, William Defoe on so... the boat. But, get this. Keanu Reeves doesn't return. Yeah. Keanu Reeves didn't like the script, so he said, Uh, no thanks. But, um... Jason, pa- Patrick. Jason Patrick joined the cast, and they tried to set him up to be more extreme than Jack in the very first scene. Sandra Bullock's character is, like, doing this driver's test, and she's, like, complaining about, like, her and Jack breaking up and talking about, like, how he only wanted the danger. He only could, you know, that's what you get for dating a a cop, you know, the danger. And then she talks about this other cop she's dating the whole time. He's, like, on a motorcycle trying to look cool. But then, like, they have him in a vest very similar to... And I think he's also a bomb guy. I've seen the movie once in my life. And that was enough. And I will never watch it again. <laughs> but it's... Oh, God. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad, Cody. Like, I can't... <laughs> Thanks, Hawk. He's just yakking on a bone. <laughs> it's okay. We'll go to bed soon. I promise. I know you're tired. It, and, yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty much... Oh. But, uh... Yeah, the, I forgot to add in the little fun facts. The script was originally, like, ready to be made all the way back in, like, 92. And Paramount owned it, but then... At, like, that one guy I mentioned at the end that the, the vehicle was originally for, I looked him up because I've never heard of this guy in my life. He makes what appears to be very bad B movies. So just the fact that, like, Paramount was just okay with that. But, uh, yeah... Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, uh, obviously, like, they could have been a serious Hollywood power couple, but uh, Keanu Reeves makes this movie. I think, like, if we kept Keanu and Sandra but had Robert, like, this movie would have been, like, even on a whole different level. Because Robert De Niro just would have brought something. But then Dennis Hopper also just... Like I said, like, they would have... They would have... They both... We know Dennis Hopper gives a good performance. <laughs> but Robert would have probably done just as well. And yeah. That's about it. That's speed. <laughs> that's speed in a different universe, man. <laughs> Not much change, just one one character. Well, like when we came, when I said I was like I went, I kind of want to do something cuz the Halloween stuff like and I still haven't even like recorded the last two and I know pro- like hopefully someone's listening to this right now and go, "Oh, thank God he mentioned it." Uh I probably am going to do those as like cuz I sometimes do those episodes that come out randomly during the week. Like it'll probably be one of those things. It probably won't be like anything certain. But Cody, do you have anything you'd like to do next week? No. I mean, you you just usually text me and be like, hey, we're doing this. And I'm like, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, this is listener-supported thing. So uh, I, I, 
I, I just activated that, so I don't know how that works, but I'm told to mention it, so here's my mention. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you for all listening, and thank you out there to all, everyone in the different countries out there. I'm now Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Movie Guy. <laughs> yeah, you changed the name. <laughs> oh, man, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. I'm okay. You're, you don't want to be like Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> I should I should just have that at the end of every episode. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. No, I'd get sued so fast. All right, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you next week on another harrowing adventure of In a World World World. If only the, I had a cool sound effect. <laughs>